I just want to share a little bit about our family background. I was raised in a Christian home and uh, knew what it was like to have a mom and dad that would pray for us, for me and for the rest of us kids. And uh, knew what it was like to have grandma and grandpa pray with us. I remember my grandfather uh, in the evenings opening his Bible and uh, walking by his room and you could see him reading and uh, I'm sure if he was reading his Bible, it wasn't long until he was praying. Not a real vocal man, but his, his heart was very deep with the, with the Lord. My grandpa King was a real man of prayer. And when I reflect back on it, going to visit uh, grandma and grandpa in later years, I remember going in the evening and, and uh, knocking on the door and uh, no answer, but I knew they were in there and I went around to a window and I took a peek to see grandma and grandpa. They were kind of, you know, turned towards each other with the Bible in front of them and they were praying. And I've never, I've never had that memory leave my memory, that memory leave my mind. It's just been etched there forever. And you know, so growing up in a Christian home, a godly home, knowing what it was like to be in the presence of the Lord, especially, I knew at a very young age that's what I wanted. I wanted the things of God. I wanted the supernatural in my life. And just as a child, I'm sure it would have been mom that led me to the Lord and took me through the sinner's prayer. But I asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart to forgive me of any wrong that I had done and to uh, be my Lord and personal Savior. And you know something? As young as I was, he changed my life. And you would say, well, how could a, a child's life be changed? And you know, looking back, the things that I might have done, I didn't do because Jesus had changed my life. There was things he spared me from as I would grow up and throughout my teens and into my early, early adulthood. Things that the Lord was with me at and spared me from in many occasions. And I want to go into uh, sharing a few supernatural experiences that I believe the Lord spared me from in uh, miraculous ways. In uh, 1991, I left my hometown of Rokenville. I was going to go to Regina, stop and pick up one of my grandfathers in Grenfell. We were going to go to an auction sale, and I was going to buy a combine. And it was a foggy morning, foggy morning, got onto the number one at about Whitewood and was on my way through Broadview. Seemed like visibility was good enough to pass, so I decided to pass a little car and a semi. And about halfway past the semi, out of nowhere, I met some headlights and another semi was right in front of me. And what do you do when you're beside one semi and another one's right in front of you? You really have no place to go. And I steered up beside the one that I was passing and... And of course there was a collision and uh, skidded to a stop, truck steaming, rad had been punctured, front corner of my truck was blown off, the floorboards were coming up, the outside uh, panels of my door beside me were gouged out of course. Got out and gave my eventually my, my statement to the cops and in the process the RCMP naturally told me that I was very fortunate that day to be alive and that I probably should have been under an orange tarp. But the interesting thing about that story is this. I remember being at my grandparents' place several days before, 
And of course, I began to farm with Grandpa, took over his farm and rented his land out of high school. So I spent a lot of time there, and my aunt, who was still living with him at the time, told me in the morning, she said, Alden, I heard your name in the middle of the night last night, and I didn't know what to do, so I prayed for you. Auntie Carolyn had a burden to pray for her nephew, not knowing that just days later I would be in an accident that potentially could have, could have taken my life. It would be several years later. I woke up one morning, and uh, this doesn't happen very often to me, but it happened that morning. I had a burden to pray. And uh, it wasn't for... It wasn't a vague thing. It was something very specific. I knew I had to pray for somebody's protection. And I cried. I mean, the burden of the Lord came on me. The Spirit of the Lord came on me so heavy that I, I, I was broken, and I prayed, called out to God. And that morning, I would go out and begin working on the baler, getting ready for haying season. And I began taking some bolts off without uh, really surveying the situation as good as I should have in a hurry. Sometimes when you're in a hurry, you don't pay quite as much attention as you should. And I had three bolts off, took the fourth bolt off in a, a spring. It was a tension spring that gives you flotation on the pickup of the baler. Stretched out about this long probably and about that big around. That spring came back and hit me. And it caught me right there. And of course, fell back and uh, bleeding and by myself. Kind of dazed, of course, and uh, drove myself to town. But if I would have been hit a little bit higher, which could easily have happened, or right here, things would be far different that day. So I woke up that morning not realizing that I was praying for myself. And I think of how the Lord spared my life that time. And I remember another time where uh, it's not really that long ago, my four-year-old son and I were on our way on a little road trip. We were going to go take a look at some stuff and coming out of a little town called Kipling. <clears throat> and I'd gotten back up to speed on a gravel road coming east of town. And all of a sudden, I had no steering. And uh, instinctively, I'd always kind of been taught, well, if you're going out of control crank your wheel into the ditch so you're not going to try and straddle a ditch and roll over. And I just instinctively done that. I cranked that wheel straight into the ditch and for whatever reason the truck done exactly what I wanted it to do. But still I had no steering. I'm out in the field in the mud in the spring of the year. It was quite a bumpy little, little ride my son and I had. Steep ditch. We stayed on all fours and I got out and looked under the truck to see what was wrong walked up over to the side of the ditch to find a steering arm, broken off the truck. The nut had come, off the steer had come off the steering box, and the steering arm had dropped. That's why I was out of control. But when I turned that steering wheel, that steering arm was already off. That's why I was out of control. That truck should have never done what I wanted it to do. So maybe Jesus was at the wheel that day. He took the wheel and he spared our lives, I believe, from something that could have been far, far worse. Been through some valleys the last two and a half years. You wonder sometimes why you have to go through some things, through the storms. Been in the storm. 
And yeah, you have a lot of questions. You know, Jesus in the Bible was in the boat with his disciples. And the Bible says Jesus was asleep. And all of a sudden, the storm came up. The first thing that the disciples did is, I believe, they were fearful. They had to awaken Jesus, even though he was right in the boat, right beside him. Jesus got up and he said, peace be still, and the, and the storm was calmed. And even though I've been in the storm, I'm coming through the storm this past two and a half years, and uh, I can tell you that Jesus is still faithful. And there might be some of you here tonight that are in a storm, I can guarantee you that Jesus will bring you through. Hold his hand, trust in him. If you don't know him, get to know him tonight. There'll be opportunity for that. But I've never regretted being with Jesus all the days of my life so far. And uh, I know you wouldn't regret it either. God bless you.